We're reviewing the Chazar this year from Pashas Chukas, from this past Shabbos Pashas Chukas. We're on page Pei Beis. Yisaynim Hayinu Ve'ein Av, the middle of the page. The Mechaber of Schwartz was trying to help us go through some stormy waters, some difficult terrain. The world of Chibut HaKever, the pain of the separation between the Neshama and the Guf, the Mitzvah that a person lives in this world when he's detached from the essence of his life, when he identifies with the Guf as opposed to the Neshama, which itself is the definition of death. The tragedy of life is when those two worlds are exchanged. The Zetach of the Olam Hafuch Reisi that we spoke about last Shabbos, the reversed upside-down world that we're living in. The world of the Neshama is an Olam Borer, is a clear world. We're going to be talking about that clear world, the Olam Borer, throughout the rest of the Sefer, the Olam Borer. The Olam Borer, the Neshama, the Neshama is the person, and the Neshama is Melubeshes, is enclosed in the body. That's not Olam Borer, that's a clear, beautiful world. And we're going to talk about that. We're going not only to talk about it, we're going to try to learn how to live in that world, and to breathe it, and to feel it, and to experience it. We're going to finish very quickly this parak because here the Mechaber, as we're going to see in a minute, here the Mechaber is ending the parak with some instructions really. It's more of uh, more instructions of, uh, and conditions for us being able to implement the program and to continue on through the Sefer. So we could, we're going to do it very quickly to finish up this parak. The middle of Pebez, Yisayim Hayinu Ve'ein Av. Life began in the right way. The Bansham gave us all that we needed. And, and when we were children, when we were little, the natural light of the Nisham was shining very brightly inside each and every one of us. And that's why we were happy. And we lived, we lived attuned to the natural light of the Neshama, but over the years, gradually we've moved further and further away. To the point that we've forgotten who we really are. It says in the Pasuk in Eicha, we're now entering into this Kufa, into this time of Eini, Eini, Yadamayim, the time, the time of Shabbos HaBatamas, Tishabav, the three weeks, we are orphans, we have no father. And the Mepharshim have already asked, why is it necessary to say, Why do we have to say in the Pasuk, we are orphans, we have no father? Everybody knows what that means. If God forbid there's no father, then then the outcome of that and the reality is a reality of of Yisayimim, of orphans. Why is it necessary to say Yisayimim Hayinu Ve'ein Av? And the Mepharshim talk about that. Ella, Shukashu Ha'ab Niftar. So the Mechaber explains that we see what often happens. It shouldn't happen, Chalilu, but we see that when the father passes away, Hayasim Zaycha Heitev Isaviv. Then the Yasim remembers very, very strongly, very clearly. He remembers his father. It hurts him. 
the thought, the memory, it's very real and it hurts him very much. La'at, la'at. Slowly but surely. Again, he has the pictures, he looks through the album, he has letters. There are many reminders of his father. But that intense connection and the clear, the clear memory of the father begins to fade. The most terrible situation of all is there, there is such a thing that a person is a Yasam. This happens often when Lowell and the Yasam was very young, but, but even if he's not so young, but there is such a thing that the person forgets Shemaylam Hayloyabi doesn't remember Bechlal that he had a father. This you see with little children. That he doesn't remember Bechlal, Bechlal that he had a father. Zel Yasaimim Hayinu Ve'ain Av. That's the meaning of we are Yasaimim. Yasaimim Hayinu the Navi says Ve'ain Av, we have no father. Klaimer. Anachna Filulay Zaychim Shahaylanu Av. To forget even, not to think about, not to remember, not not to be some El Halev. That we bechlal have a father. And so the whole time of Menachem of and the month of of is to try to do whatever we can to remember the father. That's the meaning of Yisayim Hayinu Ve'ein of. Hayinu the matzav takin shall adam shenivra im neshama shenitan la shenitan in the correct way. In the original, in the originally intended way of man's existence, he's created with a neshama, and the neshama is given a delicate, thin, levush garment, levush tahor, which is also very pure. The guf, the body, before we, before we begin the assault against the body, and before we begin to abuse the body, physically with eating, and drinking the wrong things, and sleeping too much, and other things, and of course. And so on. The body itself is very delicate and pure. Over the course of time, the ratio changed. We reversed the order. Whereas the neshama is, the neshama we began with the neshama is the ikahabri of a person is neshama, and the body is a lavush zach. It's lavush zach. It's a very, very delicate, refined, thin. Garment, but over time, over time things have become reversed. We've made the neshama. The slowly but surely, the percentages have changed. In the beginning, it was neshama, and neshama was very strong, and neshama was you know seventy, eighty, ninety percent that we felt. And that's where you see the child, the simch, and the child always running, and the child's honest, and the ch- child knows what he wants, and he cries to get what he wants, and he laughs when he gets it. And, but over time, the ratio changes. The percentages begin to change. I mean, we change them. So it was 70 neshama, 30, or 70, you can say that a person, as we began to mature, we felt the goof, let's say we felt the goof, 70%, and the neshama was 30, but then, but then, lot, lot, 
Hizaznu as Yachas Achus and the ratio slowly changed. Shivim Ve'echad as Shemitayish seventy-one twenty-nine. The Nisham is getting quieter inside of us. Shivim Ustaim as Shemeshmaina and so on. Ad Shibesayfi Ganu Lamazan Shaltishim Ve'Tayish and the Kudus Tayisha Guf. To come to a point in our lives where it's ninety-nine point nine Guf, ninety-nine point nine percent is Guf. What does what 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 does my goof want? What what will make my goof happy? And of course, there's that little bit of a of a percentage that is that is ruchnis. That's the neshama. I'm not talking about dividing the day into how much time. If a person figures that he davens a couple of times a day, and learns for an hour or two a day, so then the percentages are high. But we're talking about in that time of davening, that time of learning, in that time which is called avaydus everywhere. How much of that is with his neshama? So we 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 are very sad to to look at the results of that uh, study and to find that the percentages are very lopsided in favor of the guf. Page pay gimel. Our entire grasp of life, as we learned last Shabbos, the past few Shabbos, Shabbos, our entire grasp of life has to change. This is the gayness that the Pisatsna was talking about, the conversion, a total transition, a transformation, the change of, of identity that we have to, we have to undertake. There has to be an absolute change. Not a little bit of an adjustment. We have to climb out of the grave that we dug ourselves into when we started to change these percentages and, they, and, and eventually, eventually the side of the Neshama became so completely and totally hidden. That, that there, had, there was this disengagement and, and as we learned, we're, we're, we're walking... We're walking uh, zombies. We're not alive. Hashem Yerachem, we're in the grave. We're in the grave. We just we have we have two legs and we're working and we're breathing, but we're in that grave of of the guf. Haziyoi hazeh olav anam adavim en yochli as kaim badam aydei shmiach ad pa'amis shel hadvarim. This change that we're talking about. This cannot happen by hearing this one time, or by reading the sefer one time, or by looking at this as a nice shear, another shear that we're going to. A person goes to a shear in the parish, he goes to a shear in halacha, he goes to a shear in Gemara, and he goes to a shear in Geiris, a shear in in transformation. And it's an interesting shear. That's not going to. That's not the way to do it. He has to go through, he must go through a tahalich nafshi, a spiritual process, almanas, for the purpose of la'akel, to digest, really to honestly digest, who am I be'anas? The dogma, for instance. You remember we had our Chasna Kala a few weeks ago, so now Baruch Hashem, they had a little boy. In the middle of the night, the father wakes up and he hears somebody crying. The 
the first night that that happens, he doesn't wake up at all. I mean, there are some men who are very machmer with this and have yont of shengi shlishi nevi, but the first night he, he doesn't pay any attention. To, I mean, he doesn't really take note of the crying child. Why? It takes a, a fraction of a second till he till he remembers that I, I, that's, I had a baby a few days ago. Okay, so babies have a habit of crying, especially at night. Who Ragil Shim Shemaya? Who my wife just told me that she that one she read someplace and someone told her that there, you know there's an expression when someone sleeps very very gishmak when someone sleeps very well they say ah oh, he's sleeping like a baby. So my wife read someplace that whoever made that expression up never had a baby to say he sleeps like a baby. It couldn't be because everybody knows that it's not so posh that the baby's sleeping. So he says, what he's used to is that when he hears crying, he's heard babies crying. The sound of baby of a baby from the neighbor upstairs, and we were talking about nature cell. So, uh, so we're not dealing with uh, large, you know, large estates with, uh, where you can't even see the next house or something. So he's used to hearing a baby cry. The baby cries from upstairs, and he hears a baby crying from downstairs. There's a baby crying from the right shock and the left shock. There are babies that are crying. But that's like, by him there's no such thing. A couple of seconds, 20-30 seconds pass, and and the sleep he is is a little bit uh, he, he's he's a little shaken he's shaken off a little bit of the sleep has has disappeared. Then he, then he uh, then he's kailit then he then he realizes he absorbs the the reality. That's my baby. That's my kid. Climber. For everything in life, wherever there's a change, having a child is a very big change. We were talking about these things. It always takes time to digest that properly, as we learned. Certainly when it comes to a complete and total transformation of how a person, the way that a person looks at himself and identifies his mitzvahs, this demands time, this takes time. Extreme changes, very sudden extreme changes are, as a rule, there are, there are some exceptions because there are certain nishamas that are like that, that they're very, very stormy nishamas. But as a rule, when, there are, when you see a person where there are very extreme, sudden changes, it's a simon that it's not, only is it not a change l'toiv, but v'hemrak churban v'asayin, usually it's the sign of, God forbid, of an upcoming churban, of some destruction, a sign, or tragedy. Not from outside of the person, God forbid, but an internal tragedy. Many of the chevres, you know, that uh, the, the boys, the girls, that they go away for a year, and they they think that they were uh, transformed, but of course it was more, it was more uh, something, an expression of what they would like to do, what they would like to be, and very much, uh, very much impressed and inspired by people that they saw, and, and, and being in HSL and so on. So we all know that that uh, they're getting a getting a nice haircut and a, and a new talus cut and, and even a, growing a little pace behind the ears or something doesn't a Jew make. And it, it and, and the fact that something the fact that something changed so dramatically in a short time 
it's not always the sign of, of a healthy person. It's very sweet, it's very cute. But it could also lead to Khurban Vaasain. If it's not properly integrated and if it's not digested, if the if the Mitsis of who he wants to be. We understand he wants to be that way. <clears throat> but if it's not digested over time, so then it could cause a khurban. Shinui Amiti Tsarakliyas Muvna a true change. This is not necessarily true. The change that took place in this person's life, when he suddenly became like this, like that, that that's not that's not uh, usually a true shinui. Shinui amit It has to be constructed, built by drug, gradually, step by step. Work hard work. All of love It has to take place through an, a deep internal process. Of working on oneself and growing step by step. To what can this be compared? A person goes into an office where they're selling diris apartments. And he asks to see some blueprints, some plans of the diris that these people are selling. They show him a couple of blueprints over half hour, an hour. And he's making a cheshman, have how many bedrooms he needs for the children, and what kind of a kitchen he needs for his wife, and so on. Then he brings his wife. He brings his father. Goes back and forth to look at the plans again. Till he finally he comes to the decision. Zuhadira Ba'ani writes He said, This is the Dira that I want. I want this apartment. Husharla Sapakid, he asks the fellow that's working there, Kama Mishalman, this is the Dira that I want. How much does it cost? Ukshanemalaschum, when he's told the amount, Miyad Urashem check. This is this is the fictitious part of the story. This is a hard part of the muscle to believe that the guy immediately writes a check. Unless it's not his checkbook, it's very hard to believe. But assuming that such a thing could be, maybe it's a down payment, let's say, like that. So he takes that and he writes that. Right away he writes out a check. Could I have a key? I'd like a key to my apartment. Now that might work in America, uh, but that certainly is not going to happen over there. What, what key? The people in the office are, are wondering... These are all together. These are blueprints. These are just architect uh, plans, diagrams. There's no buildings over there. There's no buildings. There, there are places. There are places in Israel. I remember until they built Harnov. I remember how many years the sign was there. Now, Baruch Hashem, it's a thriving community, even for many years. But I remember when there was just that sign at a big, big place, and it was for a long time. The sign was already brown. Because it was getting rusty, and it went through a couple of, uh, of winters until there was a, a community, until they started to build. Because they have to have a certain amount of customers and the people that are interested. Uh, that's how it works over there. There's no building over here. What are you talking about? All you're doing now is, we'll take a check, of course, but all you have to do now, what you're doing now is signing the contract. Once we see that we have contracts with, for one third of the apartments in the project that we are that we're planning, then we're going to get to work on the building. We have to first have customers. We have to see that it's a serious uh, uh, 
that there's serious potential to build a, a community over here. Ubeza Hashem, Sayim, that's also uh, an unusual number. Within two years, Adira Tiyamuchan. The key will give you in two years. Well, you first have to sign the contract, or the people. We have nothing here, just papers. But our friend over here doesn't have any Savlonis. He's impatient. He has a family, and where he's staying is too small. Maybe it's the same guy that just had the baby that's crying at night. And he, and he needs to move. Ain't Savlonis. I want to have I want to have the key together with the I'll take the blueprint home uh, but I want to have my place with the keys page paid out Kshanabit Bidvar Novin Sheshmiz Dovar Vahavanasai who began the Tachmis we understand, of course, the nimshal is very obvious. When we're learning something new, or when the kids are in SSL for that year, or when, uh, when we as adults are learning what we're learning, what we're learning, so that's a blueprint. It's a blueprint. It's an architect's diagram. It could be that it's a, that the, it's, an, it's a very beautiful uh, um, architectural uh, uh, blueprint, it's very good. Ach, is But from blueprints, from going to from going to a nice shear, from reading a good sefer, from from uh, uh, spending some time by Yelach uh, and being inspired and so on, by Shalashidas, by Neil or whatever, that's not a building. You don't get key, that's not the key, you can't get the keys to move into anywhere. That's not who you are. It's a blueprint. It's something that you like, you're impressed with. You think that it's, oh, this is what I've been looking for. I like this apartment. I like this dira besach I want to have this kind of a dira in the Baruch Shalom's Welt. I want to live like this. I want to be this kind of a Jew. So you like the blueprint. You heard it. You like the blueprint. And you would also like the key. You want to move in. Fine, you have you have the blueprint, but of course now you have to bring the contractors and the rest of the chevra, and you have to begin. You have to begin the plumbers, the carpenters, the bricklayers, everybody. You have to and you have to begin building. When we understand that learning, what we, that to learn something, to learn is begedetachnis. It's really. As beautiful and as clear as it is, it's no more than a blueprint. Then we'll understand, we won't delude ourselves, and we'll understand that I have a blueprint, now I have to get busy with the plumbers, the, the electricians, the carpenters, and the, con- the contract. We have to get busy in my life with all with Avaida and to, and, to, and to find out, which we're going to do mention on the rest of the city. Now, how do I, what do I do? I mean, what do I do? I have to get down to work. To, to, to build an inner infrastructure uh, of who I am. But I, I, it was a, a political thing that happened. We have on our block, the one of the Chavah, the one of the Yidin on the block, uh, knocked down, there was an old house there, and he's putting up, he put up a, a, um, a prefabricated, they make very nice now, prefabricated houses. So when I went to shul in the morning, this was, uh, I don't remember when, like in October, November, when I went to shul one morning, it was an empty lot, and when I came back, that afternoon from school, there was a house. There was a house there. But 
as of today, as of today, which is already hey Thomas, uh, there's still nobody living in the house. That was they still don't have the key because the, there was a obviously there was a very harsh blueprint, and they came with this block long truck. People and my, my wife told me she never saw such a thing in her life. It was like they held this house a hundred feet up in the air and they and they lowered into the ground. But that's the skeleton, that's the structure of the house. And, and, and even though that's a, it's a hush of a thing, but nobody can live in such a place. But since then, every single day, they, they've been having all the fellows come and they're working over there on the infrastructure. The infrastructure, the wiring, the plumbing, that, that, that takes a lot of time, the infrastructure. With a person, of course, it's much more complicated. But the, the ikir is not the tsura of the binyan. Again, the ikir is not what you're wearing. The ikir is not whether you changed yarmulkes or whether you changed, uh, you changed from this saver to that saver. It's all nice, but still, there's more of a prefabricated Yiddishkeit that you picked up from somebody else and you lowered it with a crane into your life. But that doesn't mean that you've actually changed. It takes at least two years of being a building. A deer takes two years. Totally comma kindness rights and livnos. Obviously it depends how many floors you're trying to build. If you're building a, a if you're building I mean, a skyscraper, that's his Musa give a skyscraper is thirty thirty uh, floors, then and it takes much longer. Of course, none of that can be compared to a human being to a year. The soul of the Jew is a little bit deeper. He's saying that, of course, tongue-in-cheek. The Yid is much deeper. It, the, the, the foundation has to be dug much, much, much deeper. Much deeper. And the height of a Yid is There's no building like that. But the Sulam is Mutzav Arts and the Reishah is Megiyah Shemaimah. Yid is infinitely greater than any skyscraper. So to build the infrastructure of who we are, to make that change, the change of guf with a little bit neshama, into a neshama, the way that we originally were, the way that we're intended to be and we will be, into a neshama that takes time. That's a process. I said at the beginning that this is an introduction. What do I mean by it? Because the actual work of the Sefer we're going to be entering into how to apply the site that we've been learning is the rest of the Sefer. What do I mean by this? Until now, we've tried to establish a foundation, a basis, a basis, to be able to have a correct, a correct perspective a way of seeing things that is that is correct. Where does a person set himself up? How should a person establish his life? However, as we said, this is a blueprint. That's what we've been talking about is a blueprint. When the person, if a person likes this blueprint, well, he's saying he's, he's telling a lot of the chaver that from this point on, maybe they shouldn't be learning the sefer. But if, until this point, you agree with this blueprint, with the plan, and you accept it as something which 
is a dira, you accept this as a dira, besach time in this world, that you want to live in, that you want to be in, that this is the right dira for a Jew, to live in, and this is the right way to live. So then, if you have made that decision, that's wonderful, and and uh, it's not time to think about getting the keys, you don't have the keys yet, you can't move in, but you can get to work, to practical work. And that is gradual. It's not all of a sudden, there's the... It's gradual. Vinyin shal zman, vinyin shal talich takes time. It's a process. Kamar begashmias. The same way that we just spoke about when it comes to gashmias. Yochel adam liras tachnis shal dira. Shetim sechein ben. If you can see the blueprint of, a, of, of an apartment that he likes, aval mechir hadira hu pishtai mimashet tachnein l'shalom. The problem is that the that the price of the dira is twice. That uh, is twice that he expected to pay. So Tachnis Kazu, who adain leira b'shum makom, he never saw such a beautiful blueprint, such a wonderful apartment. He never saw such a place. But there's a problem. You know what? Avogam mechir kaze. This price, leira b'shum makom. He never saw such a price in, in his life. He never saw such a beautiful place, and he never saw such an, a, 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 a high price. That means he has very good plans, this guy. He has good taste. Very good taste. He has wonderful ideas. Wonderful ideas. He loves Kedusha Slavi, Svasemes, Tanya. And he likes a niggin. He's seen beautiful, beautiful apartments, beautiful places he's seen. He's been taken on wonderful tours and excursions of all these new building projects, these magnificent places in Yiddishkeit. He's seen. And he was in Yushalayim, and he met Sadiqim, and he saw, you know, he saw good places. And he likes it. The problem is, he's either, he feels that he doesn't want to, or he's, he's, he's not ready, or he's unwilling to pay the price. So he wants to be, he would like to be the big Tamachachim, uh, to be able to just quote uh, Gemara after Gemara and that Chazals and Zoyas and, and Svarmakadosh and roll off of his fingertips he would like to have that because that's a magnificent world and it's a beautiful apartment and it is very sweet that he, that he looks up to that and he's inspired by such people but the only thing is they tell him listen you really like that this is the blueprint you, you, you really like that that surah of a person he said I like that very much he says, you like that way that was, to be like you like the way Rabbi Avad Yosef says things you like the way that he knows all of Shas and Poskim every Rishon and all the truths you like that? I like that so said, okay so you want to start you want to so what do I have to do? what do you have to do? you have to stop sleeping with the exception of maybe an hour an hour and a half every 24 hours you have to uh, I'm sorry to tell this to you but you know that thing that you just signed up for the uh, the new thing you signed up for the gym for the year that you're going to be uh, it's a healthy thing it's nice but uh, you, you, might, you might just have to go back to doing some push ups you know in your living room forget about the whole thing with the uh, machines and the pools and the, uh, and the and the racquetball and the rest of that stuff uh, and also and also you know the uh, you know the uh, time you spend with the newspapers and the and also an occasional trip to the stadium and so on and so forth and even a little bit uh, a little bit of a program like this to watch and, it, and the internet a little bit like that so all of that's going to have to all of that's going to have to stop you can't do that so what do you mean I can't do that well 
you, you have very expensive taste. You just pointed out that you really like this blueprint. You like the Rebavad Yosef model. You like that blueprint and you, you want to be like that. Notice you want to be able to... So then you start to say things like, well, look, no, that's not how it works. Rebavad Yosef just has an unbelievable head. I, I know he's a genius. And, uh, you know, even if I do all those stuff you say, I would never be... Then you start to already back out of the program because you realize that the price that they're asking, that the, the, they're asking a very big price for this. So then you say, okay, okay, forget where everybody is. Say, there's a tamachacham in my neighborhood. I'll give up on the like one of the gadol, but there's a tamachacham in my neighborhood. You see, you know the way he is and so on. Not only that, but in terms of his midas, I want to be that like gentle, caring, good and sweet. And you know what? And also, I want to be that. I want to be that person. I like that. I like that blueprint. And, and uh, could I have the keys? You know. See, so if you want the keys to this, you have to pay the price. What's the price? The price. Shvius hamidas, shattering oneself and breaking oneself. And tillums and mikvahs and sleepless nights and learning and davening. What do you think? A person doesn't want to pay the price. He thinks he can't. That he's unwilling. So many people, when they see the blueprint of what we're talking about and what we've learned until now, what the mechab is saying, and he tells people that don't go weiter. He says, if you like this blueprint and you're willing to get to work, so then if you if you're prepared to roll up your sleeves and get to work again, doesn't mean. That we're trying. We understand that it means nothing sudden, and that we're going to become gedolim overnight. But certainly, to make this to make this um, historical change in ourselves, to be Jews for the first time in our lives, to convert to Judaism, the blueprint is not enough, and it's a question of whether or not you're willing to pay the price. If there are some people who have been learning this sefer, who have decided that this is their blueprint, the next stage is, how do I carry this out? What do I do? This is what the sefer is about. How do I carry this out? In other words, how do I how do I gather within myself the carpenters, the electricians, the plumbers, and so on? What do I do? How do I how do I bring this about? That can only be with nechoynes, with a readiness and an absolute commitment to hard work. Let me say this very clearly. We're all living in this in this world of of chaymer, physical world, very very that much immersed in, in that chaymer as we have been talking about. As we explain, not only are we living in this world, but we see this as our world. This is the this is our home court, and we identify with this world of chaymer, of physical matter. And when it comes to the ruchnis inside of us, we're much less. We, we identify much less with that. We don't really see ourselves as that. It's something that we do. Well, we daven, we learn, but we don't see that that's who we are. When we think and study the Eilam HaChaymer, this world, it's clear to each and every one of us. That if a person wants to support his family in a Bekavah de Gawai in a nice way. Not to, it doesn't have to be extravagant, but in a Bekavah de Gawai. Cholayikna kardis loto pam shavua, yizgebe pras, umizeh tiloi panos shavua. He doesn't live his life with this program of buying a lottery ticket once a week 
with the and, and hopefully with the proceeds of uh, of uh, winning the lottery that he's going to have a panasa for that week. Even the guy that buys that buys a lottery ticket. It's okay for a person to buy a lottery ticket if he has a regular job. In other words, the guy goes to work all day, and once a week, once a week he goes and he buys himself a lottery ticket for a dollar or two. Say that that's that's a a, a life that's masuda, because. It's nothing wrong with doing such a thing. If the Baruch Shalom, uh, you want to give, make a clear that the Baruch Shalom should give you all of a sudden millions of dollars or something. But as long as you go to work, you get up in the morning, and you clock in, you do what you have to, and you, you work hard to get a paycheck after a week or two, whatever, and, and, you're, and you're reliable, and you're consistent. In addition to your to your hard-working, regular life, you hope that maybe, you know, there'll be a nace. There'll be a nace. Even though I know I read someplace that it, the chances of an airplane dropping on your head is greater than winning the lottery. But maybe there'll be a, a nace. Certainly, there have been, you know, the, there's always that one from person in California that won. So you think that it could happen again instead of, you know, some... Uh, Instead of some some drunk someplace in some uh, little village somewhere in the place where you know in, in Montana, so yeah, it could be. I don't mean anything against the people of Montana, of course, by that. So then, okay, you take a couple of shkolim. In addition to my work, I'll take a, a couple of shkolim and I'll buy a, a, a lottery ticket. Everybody's dream. If the nice happens, I'm out of here. You tell your boss, <coughs> I'm finished working, I'm done. But if you weren't, if you didn't win, Kolzman, you didn't win. Of course, you hold on to the ticket that you bought, whatever that, that week. But you have to be a mishugna. If you're given a letter of, of, of resignation, of quitting, if you, if you go to the boss and you show him, listen, boss, I'm, here's my letter, I'm resigning, I thank you for all the years in the firm, I'm leaving right now. And the guy says, why? What's the matter? How, how are you going to manage? You got another job? He says, no, I didn't get any other job. So how are you going to take care of the mishpah? How are you going to pay the rent or the mortgage? What are you going to do? So he takes out from his pocket, he says, what are you talking about? I have the, I have the lottery ticket. He says, you won the lottery? No, I, I'm going to win the lottery. I hope to win the lottery. He says, I'm a mishugna. i lives that way. So he doesn't. He doesn't. He's hoping that he'll win, but he he's not crazy. He doesn't go over and, and give a notice of uh, uh, that he's leaving his job. Person knows that there, you know, there are sometimes a person gets has a mazel and he wins this or gets that. You know, you can make a few extra dollars here. Someone gives you a gift. Things, nice things can happen like that. The normal way that a person lives in this world, he understands he has to take care of his family. If he wants to be mafanis the mishpacha, come and mukdamabayke. You got to get up early in the morning. And you have to work hard from the morning to the night. Some people have a little better working hours. But this is, this is a mahalach. He has a certain state in his life. You, you know, a, a, a guy in yeshiva, 
a yeshiva bacha might be able to get away with it, even, or even chalila, uh, 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 a younger man, in, uh, could get away with that. That you know, he, he, how come he didn't come to? How, how come you weren't in this medrash today? I had a chasna last night. How can you run this marriage the next day? Why isn't it? Uh, had had um, my uncle came from there, so I had to pick up the airport. That you might you might be able to. Sadly, a person might be able to get away with that in yeshiva. Hopefully not. And if there's a if there's a, if there's a serious yeshiva mashgiach, then that's not going to work too well either. It's not going to go away with that. But we all understand that if a person's mafanis his family. If he wants to take care of his family, that he has to have a tahlich in life, and that means that every single day he has to get up at a certain time. That's a rude, literally a rude awakening for many of the chaver, especially now when the maturing process begins, usually many years after marriage. But to be able to to be able to get up in the morning and to understand that I have to report and that I have to work hard and I have people watching me and I'm being held accountable, and and if I'm not gonna and if I'm not going to produce in this firm or this place of work that I'm in, then they're going to drop me. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be out of a job. And if I'm out of a job, if I'm out of a job, then I'm in trouble because I, ha- I have a family that I have to take care of. And that, and that realization, that realization um, uh, motivates the person to live in a very healthy, Ms. Garris, a very healthy framework of, uh, of getting up and doing what he has to and going to sleep at a certain time and so on. That's what life is. Avoid the masses. Hard work. Work. Chayim Shabbayim, my son. And you build yourself up. You build yourself up. It's not like you come here. It's not like you come at the end of Shabbat Brachas. And after the last Shabbat Brachas, you put your arm around, you know, you put your arm around uh, some, some family member, uh, some wealthy uh, grandparent or schwer or cousin or something. And you say, you know, now that I'm already married almost a week, you no, know, a week, I, I, my wife and I were, were thinking about uh, that nice, at least a very nice house in Back Lawrence. We were thinking about maybe you'd like to be part of, uh, of the uh, family undertaking to buy the new young couple, meaning us, some house in Bag Lawrence, or, you know, some, we'd like to move to Yishlam, but we don't want to rent, we'd like to own some. I mean, that's not a normal way to live. And if there are people that are doing that, if there are people that are doing that, it's, it's very, very unhealthy and it's very sad and it causes many problems, as we know. But really, what's life? Life is Chaim Shabayna, my son. Life is the life that you build. That you build. It's hard work. Building yourself up, working. And when and when a person's working, you can't have you can't be in a working situation where everything depends on your matzav ruach, on your mood. If I had a good night's sleep, if it went well last night, then I'm going to go to work. Again, with the exception of yeshiva, this is not going to work. Let's say the baby got up in the middle of the night. So you, the guy goes in and he tells the Rosh Karl, What do you want from me? The Rosh Karl says, How can you have been here? Said, this is my baby. Why? The baby got up in the middle of the night. They had to go take care of the baby. You couldn't do that in any job. To tell, imagine going to, you're working in a company and, and, and you, don't show up, you don't show up to work and, and they ask you what happened to you. You say, My baby got up in the middle of the night. They, they look at you like you're, like you're out of your mind. If you're not ready to work, if you, you decide you have a baby. If you can't handle that with work, then don't, don't, don't whatever, make have a different life. But you're coming to this place to work, and we're paying you money, and you're telling us a thing that the, that the baby got up in the middle of the night. 
You're a bigger baby than the one that got up in the middle of the night to cry. You're a bigger baby. And yet we see this, Kaseda. A person understands that if a person says, if I went to sleep last night, then I'm going to get to work. Unless the guy doesn't come, he doesn't come to work the next day. Why does he come to work the next day? So there was a big meeting. He works in this place. There was a big meeting. Where is he? Yankel didn't come to the meeting. Where's Yankel? So there you come in, he comes in the next day. And the boss says, you know, we had that important meeting. Where were you yesterday? He says, oh, don't ask God, I had a ureter. I had a ureter yesterday. What do you mean? What does that mean, ureter? He's not even Jewish. What do you mean you had a ureter? Ureter means that I had a spiritual fall. Uh, and because of that, I was in a bad mood. Suddenly, my family, we had an argument that I was in a bad mood. What does that mean? You can't live that way. You have to overcome that, and you have to get up and go to work. Look, he says, because there's no place in the world that would, that would, this guy couldn't get away with that. Maybe once in a place you can get away with something, they'd start looking at you funny already, but the next time you're out. But the next time you're out, there's no such life like that. That's not how you build a life. That's not how you build a life. There's much to talk about in this Indian of what's going on right now in our own little world. <clears throat> But that's not for now. We all understand. It's obvious. Even if he has that yeshiva bacha that's not showing up regularly, he'll tell you that, and you'll see on him that when he gets a, when he gets a, a job, when he gets a, when he's out of yeshiva and he gets a job, you'll see that he understands that I'm a poshut that I have to build myself up. There's a person that I have to show up and I have to and I have to do hard work and I and, and then the boss likes me and I get uh, maybe I get a promotion and then maybe one day I'll be able to go to a different place and have a higher you know, and get my own place. It's a parshit. But that's how it is. He understands in the physical world everybody knows this. If you want to build a normal life and you want to take care of your family, you have to come to work on time. Yes, okay, they give you sick leave a couple of days. You may chayv, you get a vacation. Okay, that's healthy, that's good. Every place they'll give you something like that. But there's a structure. Oivdin. You work. That's the, the... You work. There's obvious and clear to any intelligent person. There's not the slightest doubt in this. So what happens when it comes to Ruchnius? Why don't we say that in Ruchnius? Why don't we feel that in Ruchnius? Why do we feel that in Ruchnius? I looked at the parish a little bit there. I, uh, since I went to Yeshiva for a year or two there, and I got a little bit, and I dive in a little bit. So the self-cost of all that should be the what? I'm a Yid? The self-cost of all that should be, I've been I'm a ben Adam Haba. The self self, I should be a, a, a big Jew. How should we? So when it comes to Adam Ruchni, Shabbat Shalom, David Ruchni, Ruchni, Shamir Lanashim, Shadav Shemachalotin, all of a sudden there is different. You know why is it different? Why? Why is there any any Basechel understands that in the physical world I have to be, I have to work hard day after day. I can't take off. You get a little bit vacation, a little bit of sick. You get that Ruchni too, but 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 uh, but basically the the, the Tavnit of my life is the structure is consistency, hard work. When it comes to Ruchni, that's not it. People don't feel that way. They want to wake up. Or at least in Elam Haba to wake up in a good way. Why is it different? In Elam Achaim on Mazum, the answer is very simple. According to all that we're learning, it's obvious. Because since you identify and you see yourself as a, as a piece of Chaim, a piece of flesh and blood in the physical world, that's what you identify with. You understand it's obvious that to build up your world takes time and hard work. The problem is that you see this world as your world. That's why you're prepared to invest 
time and energy and that's why you are consistent and, and you work hard because that's your world and let's face it the Ulama Ruach Ruchnius is not what you consider your world and since it's not your world you want to just get a cheap shot at it and get, you want to get a lot with investing very little it's not your world you understand that in your world, if you want to have a normal, healthy life, not talking about being rich, but to have a panacea, to be able to take care of your family, the food and clothing for your family. You have to, you have to live and live. You have to work. It has to be with consistency and it has to be with with enthusiasm and you have to you have to do your job. But when it comes to the world, it's not what we feel is our world. It's like if you're taking care of someone else's child. You know, a person, if you have to, if you, if you have to take care of your own child's diaper, and that's your achrayis, I'm sorry to use this as a marshal, but it's a very clear marshal. When you have to take care of your own child's diaper, or an anical's diaper, something like, if it's your child or your grandchild's diaper, it's, kind of, it's nothing, it's a pleasure, what's the difference? But if, some, if somebody drops off their kid for the day, right? And we're not talking about a kleinakite, or we're talking about gedolim, you understand? The future, these are future gedolim, who also as children sometimes uh, can make the diaper dirty in a very serious way. So everybody knows that if it's, if it's some nice person from down the block that gave you their child, and their child, I mean women of course can deal with this very much easier but everybody knows that if it's somebody else's then you'll do it because you have to do it but it's not the kind of thing that you signed up for and you don't feel good about it and it doesn't seem to have the same effect upon you it's just not a good thing it's somebody else's child it's not my life how much am I willing to put into into someone else's life if Ruchnis is not really who you are then then why should there be this hard work and, and consistent uh, day after day hard work in somebody else's life because we don't feel that it's not, I don't feel that it's my world I feel that it's something I have to do I understand my, my parents were from my grandparents were from I have responsibility to the Jewish people I, I, whatever it is whatever that keeps each person going I believe in Hashem and so, but it's not something I feel like this is mine and if it's not mine then, then I could say, so I, I couldn't, I couldn't come this morning because I slept less, I slept late, and I, the baby got up, and I had a chasm, and I couldn't be, and I, you know, all that stuff. And the, when it comes to various, what do you want? Various, <laughs> no. And after the pockets, nice myself. When it comes to the my we don't, we don't breathe it, we don't inhale it. Therefore, I think that I can become a yid by what? Hearing a shmuz over, going to hear a shmuz, hearing a shia, a nice idea that I have. I got the yontif, I heard a nice shia. Of course it's nice. A shia, it's all, everything's gewaldig. And I say, for this all good, I will call Elohim Bechinis Magdonis. All of this is, are desserts, delicacies. These are just sweets, candies. That's nice. Like you get a, at the end of the, you get a little bit that. But mehen You can't, you can't nourish yourself. You can't live from from a little uh, dessert. That's not the shia, the nice thing, the inspirational uh, event, whatever it is. That's all good. It's nifla. It's wonderful. But that's not going to keep you going. That's not going to change your life. That's not going to give you life. 
and if you want to come to continue with this year, meaning you have to know that this is not, these are not lectures. If you want to come here, you want to continue, this is a place of work. This Sefer is a workplace. What we're going to do is, if you want to continue, if you like the blueprint and you want to continue, it's work. To give lectures, shmuzen, you can give, I can give any, you know, a lot, a lot. Everything can be a nice theory, it's all beautiful ideas. It's another vert, it's another clear, it's gewaldic. Not only that, if you said enough of the, if you said enough of these things, and there are enough lectures, then you bind it, you have somebody write it up, and you write it up, and you put it together, and it becomes, and it becomes a book. Now, nowadays you have people that they, that they don't know an aleph from a base, that they already have Torah websites, and they have different Torah, and they're sending them out, you know, to people, and they're, and they're writing books. You walk into the Jewish bookstore, you can see people that are writing books about Judaism, that, 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 uh, haven't even been living lives of Jews for, for more than two or three years. I saw something recently. And, and again, it's sweet, it's nice, they mean well, there's no question about it, no one's saying that they should stop. But is that, is that a binion? Is that a binion? Is that, is that what it means to, to hard work, to build your life? So you can write down, let's see, I'm safe, you think, Rav Schwartz says, you think, to some lectures, and if I give enough lectures, then they're going to make it into a book, and then they're going to send the book to different places in the world, and you're free. So there's another book, there's another safe, and fine. No one's going to apply anything to put into practice. That doesn't mean anything. I'm talking here about work, a process, and making progress, change. If there are those amongst you who, are, who, who like this blueprint, who agree with this, and are, feel connected to what we're learning, you feel that you want to build to build this kind of a life, not just the skeleton of the structure, but the infrastructure of this life that we're talking about, this dira, then we're going to continue, we'll continue and we'll, we'll give him we'll Yitzhak Hashem. But to continue, there's a condition. I'm not saying this, I'm not saying this uh, uh, some little external conditions are stopped. I'm talking about the very essence of how, of what, what the purpose of, of learning what we're learning. It's not something like extra. If you want that what we're learning should be a mamish a amiti, a real building in your life. That means you have to be prepared to build, to work. Talich ikvi. It means it takes time. When you want to build a building, how does it work? When you want to build a building every morning, the workers come, have to show up. Everybody, anybody who's ever built anything, even if you make the slightest little tikkun. A few years ago, we made a tikkun in the house. My wife wanted to make some arches or something. I don't know to fix the arches. And this this guy. It took uh, like like ten, eleven months, and it would have taken somebody two, three days. But during the entire time, there was like had that plastic because there was dust coming, and there was uh, everything was dirty. And uh, because you, uh, because the guy said, "I'll be there tomorrow morning at eight o'clock." He didn't come for another two weeks. Where was he? Who? He never returned any calls. You can't build anything like that. It's not that you can't make a. Big, I mean, eventually, when it comes to physical building, if the guy doesn't disappear, which happens a lot of times to people too, if he comes, so you get you know, eventually you'll, you'll come around. You'll you'll have it you'll have it done. But when it, but we 
understand that to build something, the work is kind of every morning. They put another brick, another brick. You don't have a guy putting, one day he comes, he puts a brick on, on one side of the house. Then he comes two weeks later, he puts a brick on the other side of the house. So he comes, he goes to this shear. And then he has a shear in the other brick. And you can't begin by building the the balcony on the third floor. You can't begin like that. You want to begin all the way up there by the Mepasis. You can't do that. You have to work in a Tzur Mesudaris. That's to be a Seder. That has to be a Talich, a process. The bricks have to be laid in the right way, one on top of the other. Your name is the same thing in what we're learning. I want it to be absolutely clear. I am not coming to give lectures. This is not, I'm not here to, to fascinate you or to make you interested and to sell books. We're talking about building your life. In order to build life, you have to devote your life to building your life. Hashem should help. There should be a toilet. That should really, really help. She is kablo alev Hashem. I know. I can tell you one thing that when Rav Schwartz when he came here, so every conversation that I had with him, every sentence ended. He would say it should be a toilet. That what we're learning should be a toilet. It should be of help. It should work. It should be of practical help. Every time he, everything he said was it should be a toilet. Should be a toelus, and I never heard anybody talk about toelus before. I, I, I never heard. Anybody, I, I, I've heard magnificent things all my life in Tyre and Yiddishkeit, but toelus, toelus, lemaise. That's what this is about. She's kabla levashem meniska kolano legila matzav shalom shalano yehalom shalnasham. We should be zayich to come to that matzav in life. That our our life, that that life should be an elam shalnasham. Should be a world of the neshama. That we should live with the neshama in the open, not just a little part of ourselves that's hidden. And to constantly hear stories about the pintle yid inside of us. But we should live with the fire of the neshama, not pintle yid, but the fire exposed and burning in our lives. To breathe it. To experience that fire that of the neshama. To devote our lives, let us devote our lives to that, to that job, to that responsibility, and to that, and to that destiny, for which Hashem's Baruch put us into the world. And we have to understand, I'm not doing this, this project. If you want to, if you want to sign up, it's not because I'm doing a tayvah for anybody. I'm not doing this as a tribute to my dead grandparents who were killed in the Holocaust, and my pa- whatever great-grandparents, in, in memory of their name, Le'ilu Nishmas. I'm not doing this because I feel bad, because otherwise my parents are going to turn in their grave, or grandparents are going to turn... I'm not doing this because I have a Rebbe, that if I meet him, he's going to be upset. I'm not doing this because I want Ulam Haba. I'm not doing this because... I'm not doing this because I want to please or make somebody proud of me. I'm not doing it because of a tribute for anybody else. It's for us, for us, das atzmecha, for myself, to build my world. That should be beemis good forever. In this world, and in the next world, we should be zayicha bezayisham. Should be zayicha that we know the best. I make this 
was destroyed in the fire in so that's the fire the fire went out in the summer and it's hot and we hear about fires in different places we should be zaychet to feel the fire of the neshama and the Beis inside of each and every one of us to be built with fire and to be able to be zaychet to see ultimately the, the third Beis the Beis will be forever built in the fire of the Avayda of Yidin of all of us together and we should be zaychet to go to Shabbat Amitish